It's the weekend. You can do anything you want. Volunteer at a homeless shelter. Work on a peace plan for the Middle East. Invent something truly useful like a machine that solves climate change while also picking up after your dog. But no, you've decided to spend your precious time on Earth listening to a bunch of white men talk over the top of each other. The world may be burning, but this is your me time. Welcome to Radio Chaser Platinum Edition. G'day, welcome to the weekend. This is Radio Chaser and my name is Dom Knight. Coming up on The Wireless, we're going to take a look at these Facebook karma groups that may be operating in your neighbourhood. Tell you all about beer without beer in it. And our very own Charles Firth is going to sing you softly to sleep with some very lovely lullabies. This is Radio Chaser. I was over at a mate's house the other night. And so we ordered uh, some food through Uber Eats, right? And then about half an hour later, the Uber Eats app comes up and it says, your order has been delivered. And you're just mm. going, hang on, we don't have any food. We check outside. There's no, there's no food there, right? Uh oh. And and so you know you can in Uber you can just sort of write it up and sort of go, oh yeah, it hasn't been delivered. Anyway, and we're just sitting there going, what do we do? What do we actually do? What's what's going on here? Like it's very odd that it would say because it usually just you know usually the food is there when you. <laughs> Normally, that's, that's, that's yeah. how it works, yeah, yeah, usually. Exactly. Yes, yes. Anyway, you so eat we, the food at the end of the process. Yes. <laughs> so we call the restaurant, and while we're calling them, the restaurant, another person from the same restaurant calls us and says, oh, we've just, we've just got a phone call from somebody who's had your food delivered, right? Mm. Okay, this is very odd, right? <laughs> like, what has gone on here? And mm. so they said, oh, and they checked the address and everything like that. So our, the, we're at the... Our street number was 82 that we were at, and it had been delivered to 28 of Ooh. the things. So we walked Ooh. down to 28, and it, and on the bag, we didn't type the wrong address. On the bag, it says 82, sort of thing like that. It was so 60 off. So the driver, no, no, it's clear what's happened. The driver was dyslexic. Oh, Charles. The dry, well, of course. Because... You know, there's not many skills you need to be an Uber Eats delivery guy, oh, right? Oh, come on. It's a hard but, job, Charles. But, but, but reading addresses <laughs> is basically Correctly. it's basically the only skill you need. Uh, and driving, you know, and driving. You, you've got to do that too. But, yeah, okay, yeah. so we got the, 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 the number backwards. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> what did the people at number 28 think of the meal? Did they give it a <laughs> five-star well, actually, review? She was, she was very flummoxed. She was about 82 years old. And, or, t- um, or was she 28? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I should have picked her up. No, anyway, it got me thinking. It got me thinking, you know, what if there was a special service just mm. for dyslexics? Uh, hello, how can I help you? Oh, yeah, hello. Is this Arthur's Dyslexic Pizza Service? Sure, why not? Great, I'd like to order two meat lovers pizzas and three garlic breads, please. Oh, that's disgusting. What? Well, I'm just reading back your order and you, and you want a, a feet lovers pizza? No, I said meat lovers. And three fart dickheads? Garlic breads. God, what did I call this place? Look... Never mind. I, I'm just going to try somewhere else. Oh, right. Oh, you're, you're discriminating against me just because I'm dyspeptic, aren't you? Dyslexic. What? It's dyslexic. I'm discriminating against you because you're dyslexic. So you admit it? No, no, no. I, I was just saying... Look, I just want two meat lovers pizzas and three garlic breads. Oh, two meat lovers pizzas and three garlic breads? Yes! Thank God, yes! Well, don't sound so surprised. I'm not an idiot. 
I've just got this condition. It's very, very debilitating. You shouldn't make fun of me. OK, sorry. Look, I've got dyslexia too. I know it's hard. Yeah, it is. Good, good. All right, well, thank you. Yeah, OK. Your pizza will be with you in 30 minutes, sir. Bye. Who was that, darling? That was a wrong number. Bloody dyslexics can never dial straight. Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. Guys, I had, I had a great thing last night. I had a big day, lots of chores, lots of work. And just about 11pm, I was getting ready to go to bed. And I thought, just I wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind a beer. I wouldn't mind a beer. But I don't want to mm. get drunk. I just want to, I just want to have a, just a little beer at the end of the day. Yeah, nice. So I had a Carlton Zero. I don't know if you've tried this. It's this new black can that they have. You can even get it in like 7-Eleven and stuff. Mm. Cracked open a Carlton Zero, enjoyed it, poured it for myself. No alcohol. Really enjoyed it. It was it was a genuinely in, great experience. I hadn't tried it before. Look, it's very nice of you, Dom, to come out on the show. I, I think it's a really, oh, <laughs> you know, it's brave. yellow card. Yeah, very brave. It's a, it's a brave know. yellow yeah. rainbow card. Hey, Dom, what are you doing? Like, morning. I mean, Coke Zero kind of makes sense, right? Yeah. Because there's, there's no yeah. sugar. And yeah. you're telling me, that, but Carlton Zero, you're telling me, is no alcohol in a beer. Why would you put this in your mouth? Yeah, I mean, yeah. previously, previously I, I'd have beers to try and, and get drunk, but I can't. I've got a kid. What if I've got a, you know, mm. in the hospital the night or something? S- you want to stay well hydrated? I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> um, so that's why I was drinking. And I, I was quite surprised. <laughs> drink it at the gym? <laughs> yeah, you could. You could what a great idea. That is such a good idea. Next Thank time I go to the gym, I'm going to take a Carlton Zero with me <laughs> and be jogging along and just smashing down a beer. That is a great idea. Because It's good say, joggers beer. It's sports beer at last. <laughs> yeah. it, it did, can you just imagine the city to surf? Yeah. People just grabbing Carlton Zero. I'm going to do the city to surf just so that I can drink Carlton Zero the whole way. That is a great idea. I'm actually thinking, should we have a Carlton Zero pub crawl where we yes. just kind of go from 7-Eleven to 7-Eleven? <laughs> but I want to know, because I was kind of thinking, okay, I've got a, you know, I've got a kid. I'm exhausted. I can't really afford to drink during the week any, anymore. Who else is this beer for? Like when they plan to have a beer with no alcohol, mm. did they... Get Australians wrong. Have you actually tried alcohol-free beer, and do you like it? Because I, I, I must say, I actually have. I, I mock you. You did, but yeah. I, I actually bought some Carlton Zero Question a, a few months ago, and I had half a can and threw the rest out. <laughs> right, so you've tried it. So yeah, you've tried I've, it, but tried you don't it. drink it religiously like that. No. Well, Charles doesn't um, put beer in his mouth for the taste. It's for, for, it's for the alcohol. Yeah, for the effect. Uh, I, but in all honesty, I, I've, I've, I don't get free beer from anyone. I mean, I'm pretty lowly at this station, let's face it. <laughs> I was just trying it because I like it. Um, I'm into it. I've been enjoying it. But the, Carlton's actually put out another uh, oh, yeah. another product that is even softer, <laughs> even softer than Carlton's Zero. Have a listen. Do you love the sound of that new alcohol-free Carlton Zero but wish there was an alternative that tasted less like beer? Introducing Carlton None Whatsoever. We started with our famous Carlton Draft, took out the alcohol, then removed the grain and the hops, took out the yeast and left the water. Carlton None Whatsoever. A delicious tinny of water. Oh, this water's my favourite beer ever. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. I'm feeling very community-minded, Dommy. I've just joined one of those Facebook community neighbourhood groups. Ah. They're, they're great, these things. You can join your neighbourhood group, and they're, they're often called karma groups, you know, and it's just for your suburb. 
So, oh, yeah. you know, it's like neighbours can keep each other abreast of what's going on in the suburb. It's extremely local. Your whole feed is full of all this, what your neighbours are doing. Um, like it can be a little bit limited in the in the sorts <laughs> yeah. of posts that, that you see sometimes. Like, you know, it's, it's not a huge variety. But the thing that I'm thinking is not everyone's heard of this great community service. So I think it needs its own commercial. Just moved into a new neighbourhood? Yep. Why not join your local Facebook Karma Group? Um, because I have a life. It's amazing what valuable items your neighbours offer up every day. Anyone want an old chair that's missing all of its legs? Anyone want seven mop handles? Anyone want 23 kilos of weeds from my garden? Perfect for people who like weeds. I used to use Facebook to keep up with friends, but since joining my local Karma Group, I use it to watch complete strangers snaffle up mop handles before I can. Plus, keep abreast of all your local car break-ins several hours after they happen. Just a warning, guys. My car windows got smashed last night. So, you know, don't let your car windows get smashed. What a handy warning. Join your suburbs karma group today. You never know. You might get a free mop handle to fight off a car thief. Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. Do your kids have trouble sleeping? Silent night. Introducing Charles Firth's Nighttime Lullabies. Holy night. All is calm. All is bright. Featuring all the songs that are out of copyright, so Charles didn't have to pay for them. Rock baby. Oh, the Tunes that will leave your kids with memories that will last their entire life. Go to sleep! Go to sleep! Go to sleep, my little baby! Oral Nivea. Hi, I'm Charles Firth. My kids have terrible trouble sleeping, and no matter how many songs I sing them, they never get to sleep. That's why I've recorded this album. I just put it on, lock the door, and now I don't have to worry about getting them to sleep. Daddy, you're a monster. Charles Firth's Nighttime Lullabies. It's still better than Alan Jones's album. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Cathay Pacific, it's been revealed, they actually have cameras throughout their planes and they... They film people. They've got sort of CCTV. They've even got cameras in the back of the seats um, now on Cathay. Sorry, what? Yeah, they've got... I've actually... I caught Cathay um, a few months but ago. But I pick my nose all the time on a plane. Does that mean I'm being filmed? Yeah, they've got yes. that footage. So they've sent it to us, actually. Oh, no, and I just told everyone as it well. It is terrible. Um, and look, yeah, I mean, I, I caught Cathay earlier this year, and I've got to say, it made for a pretty interesting flight. Good afternoon, passengers. This is your captain spying on you. I trust you're enjoying your flight. Uh, in fact, I can see who's enjoying the flight and who's not, thanks to the tiny cameras in your seatback screens. The uh, woman sitting in 33C is chundering into a bag. Sorry about that. Uh, we may experience some turbulence, but don't worry. Our cameras have image stabilisation, so we can still see how stupid you look when you're scared. Uh, we are expecting a uh, slight delay for our arrival due to weather. Uh, oh, I noticed the man in 9F looking disappointed. Or it's because he's watching Big Bang Theory on his in-flight system at the moment. Uh, toilets are located at the rear. Oh, I notice you, sir, in 26B have already got up three times. Uh, shall I note you down as incontinent or a member of the Mile High Club? Uh, well, I'll just check the uh, the toilet cameras and... Oh, yes, uh, you are incontinent. Uh, still, 
Better than the couple in 51A and B who are giving each other wristies under the complimentary blanket. Well, our flight crew will uh, shortly be moving through the cabin to collect the remaining scraps of your privacy. So, uh, enjoy your flight. And in fact, if you are frowning, we'll note you down as a difficult passenger and you'll be arrested on arrival. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Reportedly, gangland widow Roberta Williams has been given bail by a Melbourne court after allegedly kidnapping and threatening to kill a television producer who was making a reality show involving her. Oh, such a shame. I want to see that reality show. I really want to see the show. Well, you know, it does sound pretty exciting, doesn't it? But look, I've actually had a little sneak peek of the show, and she's actually just one of the new judges on MasterChef. Welcome back to MasterChef Season 12, where Gary, George and Matt have been replaced by Roberta Williams and two cats, Heston Blumenmeow and Donna Hayfever. Right, for your first challenge, you've got to make a meal that I, Roberta Williams, would kill for, allegedly. Now you, come here, what'd you make? Um, a flan. A flan? Roberta is not a flan fan. And what about you, cat judges? You're fired. Does that mean I can leave? Thank God. Righto. Now you, the quivering sweaty boy. What did you make for Roberta? Um, uh, uh, a risotto. Uh, 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 a risotto? Uh, yes. Don't you know that every contestant in MasterChef history who's tried to make a risotto has screwed it up? No, um, I, I, I didn't know. MasterChef risottos are always gluggy. Gluggy! Do you want to feed Roberta gluggy rice mush? No, ma'am. Well, this better be good. That is disgusting. Do you mean disgustingly good? No, just disgusting. Are you going to kill me now? What? No, but I will advise you to thoroughly wash your Arborio rice to remove the starch next time. I thought you weren't going to kill me. I can't control these cats. They're a huge problem. I frankly don't know why they're here. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. If, especially if you're a parent, get ready for some exciting uh, presents. They headed your way from One Nation. Have you across this, these guys? I uh, know. They're send, well, Zoe, you're a parent. We're all parents. I can't wait for this. One Nation is going to send info packs to about 500 schools to stop uh, what they call indoctrination of children by what they call radical gender activists. Uh, this is this is a, a real problem, they think, in school. So much so that they've got to send this this kind of info packet. It was launched by Mark Latham just, just this week. Oh, so it must be good. So it must be fantastic, yeah. And the other person behind this is uh, Kira Lee Smith, who's that anti-halal person you might remember. Uh, she says, she says, oh, quote, she's worried about... Uh, these things in schools, quote, transgender speakers, degendering language, pronoun police, explicit sex education programs. I mean, all this is going on at school, apparently, in her fevered imagination. To be that. really honest, I'm actually quite impressed that Kiralee Smith knows that many words. Well, she probably, maybe she had help, Zoe. Maybe yeah, how did One have... Nation know where the schools are? Well, <laughs> yeah. It's true. They're just they're just popping them into post boxes at random with no address written on them, just hoping that they end up at the schools. Anyway, look, I'm excited about the info pack. It's going to protect my children against these radical gender activists. And best of all, One Nation's even included a lovely story time session for kids. Story time with 
One Nation. Today's story is called Bobby and the Radical Gender Activist. <laughs> Let's read the story. Bobby was a very normal boy. He wore boys' clothes, played with trucks and guns, and had a doodle in his pants. But one day, Bobby started school. He was surprised to find his teacher was a monster. <coughs> roared the teacher. I'm a radical gender activist. Bobby and his classmates were frightened. Leave me alone, Bobby said. I'm just a boy. But are you a boy? Roared the wicked teacher. She pulled out a strange book of academic theories and began to hypnotize all the children. Gender is fluid. Gender is fluid. She chanted. Bobby was so confused, his doodle immediately turned into a she doodle. <laughs> At last, I've achieved the aim of every teacher to make all children have a sex change and go to the wrong toilet. Suddenly, a man burst through the classroom door. He was a proper straight man with an Australian flag on his shirt. Stop right there, radical gender activist. The man said. Who are you? Asked Bobby. I'm Mark Latham from One Nation, and I have an information pack that will turn you back into a boy. Hooray! Cried the children, eagerly reading the information pack. After all, said Mark Latham, who else would you trust with a child's safety than a bloke who bashed a taxi driver and a party who asked the American gun lobby to flood Australia with weapons? One Nation had saved the day. As for the teacher, she ran back to her lesbian university and was never seen again. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Things are not necessarily going well at one of Australia's most popular fast food restaurants. I know the beloved Subway, who we all love. We mm. all love eating our Subway uh, sandwiches. And, mm. and uh, you know, I mean, they, they're sort of in the news a, a little bit, as, as much as I love them. Mm. Because, as much you know, as they spend with our network, which is well, a that's lot. that's right. I mean, they're a wonderfully valued sponsor. And, uh... Triple M Management assures you that whatever opinion you just heard about a valued sponsor is not at all that person's opinion or the opinion of anyone who works at Triple M. Well, well hang on, Lee. We haven't said anything bad. Yeah, yet. it's coming. We've only said positive stuff. You've why got to wait. They, why are they in wait the news? For the actual... Andrew? Yeah, well, the news is that, you know, a certain Subway, a certain sandwich chain, which may or may not be called uh, our valued sponsor Subway, <laughs> uh, is under investigation by the fair work people for underpaying their staff. Who would have thought a oh. franchise would underpay their staff? I mean, it's unheard of. <laughs> unheard of. And delicious sandwiches. Deliciously underpaid, but d- delicious. Um <laughs> Do you think it, do you think they're underpaid because you know like mm. they're so fast at making yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, mm. they're so fast, and the sandwiches yeah. are so delicious. Yeah, you, you, you know, it so- soaks up all the money, all that all that flavour. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, look, they've released a special sub just to celebrate. Hungry? You bet. I'm so underpaid. I'm starving. Then celebrate your hunger with Subway's new low-wage sandwich. Yum! You've tried footlong, you've tried six-inch, now enjoy a tiny one-inch sub. Wow, what fillings do I get? None. You have to shuffle awkwardly sideways past the entire salad counter for your single inch of dry bread. Unless you want our famous Thousand Island dressing. Uh, I'd prefer nothing. That's what we pay our staff. Is there anything good about this tiny low-wage sandwich? Yes, if you work for Subway, it's the only sandwich you can afford. Then count me in. I'm a Subway sandwich artist. And we all know you don't become an artist to get rich. <laughs> so true. God, I'm hungry. The low-wage sandwich from Subway. It's so small, it doesn't even have that weird bread smell. Radio Chaser. Platinum Edition. Have you guys seen this report into school funding? 
Oh, don't tell me. Is it, is it a private schools get billions thing again? It, it, it is, it is, but it's quite, it's more dramatic than I thought. So here's just one little piece of information from it. Australia's four richest schools mm. spent $402 million on new facilities and renovations, right? <laughs> and that is more than the poorest 1,800 schools combined. Oh, <laughs> for four schools. For four <laughs> Four hundred mil. I didn't have textbooks. Well, I did have one. All the answers were filled in, and that's why I was so bad at maths because I was cheating. Well, it's possible. So I'm a private school uh, boy X, so I probably went to one of those four schools. Those so are sucked in. Yellow card. That's a warning. I mean, look. Well, thanks a lot. I'm. D- I went to public school, so I had. I had none of these millions of dollars of anything whatsoever. But look, to be really fair to these schools. It's actually a bit of a misunderstanding because these four schools, they're just making the next season of The Block. This season on The Block, our teams are putting their building skills to the ultimate test in a bid to impress our toughest judges yet. Who could it be? Celebrities? Architects? Celebrity architects? Think tougher. Dental nurses? What? They're always mean. Worse than dental nurses. Oh, no. It couldn't be. Private school kids. Each team will build wildly unnecessary infrastructure in an obscenely over-resourced school attended by painfully wealthy children. Ow! My Platinum Amex gave me a paper cut to the private school private hospital! Their budget, $100 million. Whoa, that's a stupid amount of money. It is a stupid amount of money. Let's get more from the government. The Block Private Schools. It's an emotional roller coaster. Featuring real roller coasters. I hate that roller coaster you built. Burn it! Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. I've accidentally set up my own religion. Oh, well, it's actually Charles. our own religion. It's called. It's we've got a name for it uh, now. But it, the government's bringing in these new religious freedom laws. Have you heard about this? Where mm. um, they want to protect people who say really offensive things about minorities from being allowed to say them mm. um, because they're religious. Oh, so, so good for Israel for that. He can just shout at anyone now. Yeah, say anything he likes. Yeah, exactly. They're, I mean, long overdue. I mean, I, I just sort of think that p- poor people who are minorities that have been picked on their whole life, um, you know, they just... They should be. There should be more bullying towards them. I've always yeah, said that. All the people in the mm. church who haven't been able to speak out and call people sinners, yeah. and they just never say that, do yeah, they? That's right, exactly. Anyway, point is, if the laws are specifically designed to allow you to say offensive things, then the chaser wants in on this, don't we? Yeah, we we want to be pr- protected, of course, uh, for saying whatever we want anything, about anyone, anything at all. Um, and so we've launched a church. Here's the first promo. <laughs> The government has a new law that lets you say anything about anyone, no matter how offensive. Cool. But only if you're in a religion. Oh. Which is why we're setting up our very own religion, introducing the Church of Chaser. Sign up all this week and you can say anything you like about ScoMo under the full protection of his own stupid law. You know what? ScoMo is a smug, self-serving dickwad who can't even control his bowels when he visits family restaurants. That's offensive. No, it's just my sincere religious belief. Offensive comment protected. It's our loop-holiest idea yet. Hi, I'm Pope Charles I of Rudy Hill, and people said I would never be able to set up a whole religion, and now I have. It's a miracle. 
So head to the Chaser website and sign up to the Church of Chaser today. Who knows, if we become a fully-fledged religion, we might even be able to stop paying tax. Radio Chaser, Platinum Edition. Oh, that is all the Platinum we've had time for this week. Don't forget to check out the Radio Chaser podcast and we'll catch you next week right here on Radio Chaser. Missed any of Radio Chaser Platinum Edition today? Get a hold of the podcast from wherever you get hold of your podcasts.